0: Learning, Daf, Chavav, and beginning on beginning on and at the bottom, the beginning of the mission, the beginning of the new parak, deals initially with the kedusha of uh, basic Knesset, of other places, of other things, and then goes on to Hilchus Kriyat It Says the mission Binyayer Shemar Chavah Chayiv ear. If the residents of a city sold the Chayiv ear, this the Chayiv Shalir is like the city square. We've seen the Gemara for some reason had kedusha, and therefore they can't do whatever they want with the money. Lowkim B'Dama of they can do, they can buy with the Proceeds are only a base of Knesset. You have to go up in Kedusha, Maling Makodesh. If they sell a base of Knesset, they can only buy something of a higher degree of Kedusha, like a Teva. Teva is the in Kedesh. They sell Teva, they can buy the covers for Sifri Torah that actually touch the Torah scroll that has a higher degree of Kedusha. They sell the Mishpachos, they can only buy Sifri, Nevim, and ksuvum, a higher degree of Kedusha. They sell Torah, they have to buy in a, a real Sifri Torah, the highest degree of Kedusha. But if they sell a Sefer Torah, so they can't go down, they're not allowed to buy they're not allowed to buy Nevi'im and ksuvim. It's interesting that the Gemara doesn't say whether they can sell and buy something the same to give Kedusha. So the Mishnah does not discuss that. We'll see the Gumar discusses that. But if they sell a Torah, they can't buy with the proceeds Sefer Torah. They sell Sefer Torah. They can't buy the cover for the Sefer Torah. They can't buy a Teva. That's the last one to give Kedusha. doesn't even touch the Sefer itself. They sell a teiva, la yikhu. They a You can't buy a piece They sell a piece of as ra'chov. They're not allowed to buy the ra'chov. The kids are maling b'kodesh, ve'ainu read it. The chaim and even the extra money. Meaning to say, let's say they sell a Safer, let's say they sell Sarm, and they buy with the proceeds a Safer Torah, and there's a little bit left over. Even the extra money has to be used towards a Safer Torah. It can't be used towards something of a lesser degree of tikkun. Says the Gemara. We said in the Mishnah that when they saw the city square, it has Kiddushah. So he says, This Mishnah, that all that our Mishnah has Kiddushah, this is the opinion of Rabbi Nachum, or Yesus, Tumta. Stumta means that Rabbi was so in the Mishnah like him, here and apparently other places. There's no Kiddushah there. What's the Mishnah like this? My time, what's his reasoning? Why does he hold that the ear What Kiddushal does it have? So the Gemara explains because the people daven their untanias. There's, there's a certain order of tanias when there's no rain. The Mishnah tainias describes there's three fasts and then another three fasts and then seven fasts. Those seven fasts they actually go out to the Rokhaivashal ear to daven. So therefore it has. Kind of a din of a basic It's not quite a basic nessus, because they don't dive in there all the time, but uh, a little bit of that Kedusha. Uvma <speaking> Rashi and Tayshir, the to word, ma here. For now they're Abana whole, then no, even though they go to daven their ta'inyos, hahu, a that's a mikra. That's not considered enough of a regular thing to give it Kedusha. The fact that you daven in somewhere once, twice, even seven times, if there's no rain in the year, that's not enough to give it Kedusha. Then the Mishnah said it's always a Knesset, like in teva, they can buy with the proceeds uh, a teva and are in Kadesh, again, a higher to of Kiddushah. He says, an interesting thing, the Mishnah here implies that you can sell a shul. Who's able to sell a shul? How are we able to sell a shul? So that's only true that the Mishnah teaches that you can sell a basic Knesset if it's a basic Knesset of Kfarim, of small villages. But the Knesset of small villages belong to the people who built it, belong to the villages, they can sell it. The representatives can sell it. I have a krachim, but a basic Knesset in a major city center. A krach where people come from all over the license People come from all around. The there, they're not allowed to sell it. They have the because it's the Rabin, because, because it's the public. So now, Rashi explains that it either means that they, they build it for everybody, meaning knowing everyone's going to in there, and therefore it automatically is a higher to give Kedusha, even if they don't give money to build it. Alternatively, it means because they contribute towards it, it actually belongs to them, and the people in the city have no right to sell it. So only a city, only a basic in a smaller city, and a kfar can be sold, a city of basic In and a krach can never be sold. Now, Amr Vashi says, however, In the city of Machasi, where Vashivashi was thereof, he says, even though Vashivashi is apparently a krach and people come... From all over. Even though people come from all around, since they're coming, meaning they're coming knowing that it's my shul, they're not coming uh, thinking that they're going to have an ownership that they're going to have a portion that's going to be their shul. It's my shul. They know that I call the shots. I make the decisions. He's the undisputed manig, and therefore, if I would want, I could tell it. That's an exception to the rule, even in a craft if the city, if the shul is the shul of an undisputed leader, Amanig, and everybody understands that they himself to his uh, they're submitting themselves to his choices, his decisions, so then he could even sell it. Maybe to ask a question. It says, there's a story that happened with the shul of the tursim, the coppersmiths. they sold it. And he did there whatever he wanted. In Yerushalayim, there was a shul of copper smiths, and they sold it to Yerushalayim. Now, he did whatever he wanted. We'll see later. Apparently, when you sell a shul, so the money has the kidusha. And that means the kedusha left the, the basic Knesset. So Yerushalayim could do whatever he wants with the basic Knesset. But the, the money has the kedusha of the shul. But just a minute. He says, Yerushalayim, v'as, am the that shul in Yerushalayim was a city of a krach. So how were they able to sell it? Didn't we say, you can't sell a basic Knesset in a krach? So The G'mayas says, no. That was a small shul. They made it for themselves, meaning to say, when we said that you can not sell a city, a shul, in a krach, it doesn't mean because it's built in a krach. It means because it functions as a shul of a krach, meaning a city in a krach that services the people all around, so that can't be sold, it's their shul, it's everyone's shul. And it can't be sold, but if you have a small shul of the turf in the Choshis, the copper and only they built it, and only they dove in there, and it's only their shul, so certainly they could sell it. May Sveigmar bring to uh that's difficult. It says in the Braisa it's Eretz It's talking in the Brisa about Maris Nugayim. If there's a Negat Tzeras, in a bias in a building, then there's Halakot of Tumah. And that bias has to be in Eretz in the land of your inheritance. The Gemara understands that the building has to belong to somebody, and the land upon which it's built has to belong to somebody. Achuzas chamid an inheritance, some building and property that belongs to somebody. That's makabu masnegaim. Vayyushalayim mitu but Yerushalayim, like we'll see later, which doesn't belong to anybody, wasn't divided among the shvatim, mitu minugaim is not subject to tomas negaim. Amrabu the reader says, no, no such thing. Yerushalayim, a home in Yerushalayim is subject to tomas negaim. And you know, I only heard that the Makkum Mikdash, the place, the Resa Mikdash itself, that's not subject to Tumas much Nagan. Mikdash, because of the Kadush that it has, somehow that is not subject to too much Nagan. How about the Kinesiais, about the Midrashahs, but the regular, about the Kinesiais, and about the Midrashahs? They are Tameh, even though they're built in Yerushalayim, and even though people come from all over. Am I? Why are they subject to Tumas Nagayim? Well, the have, it's a basic necessity of a krach? He said that nobody can sell a basic necessity of a krach. So, therefore, apparently it's not considered um, a Nobody owns it. No one can sell it. And therefore, it should not be subject to Tumash Nagayim. So the Gemara says, Ema, so rather say, in other words, we have to make a correction here. Of course, the Bate and the Bate Midrashos of the krach of Yerushalayim certainly would not be subject to Tumas Nagayim since they could not be sold, since nobody owns it. So rather say I only heard that the Kiddush, that the holy places in Yerushalayim, any makom have kedusha in Yerushalayim. The of English, of course, and also all about the kinyasim and about the midrashos that also cannot be sold. Therefore, are not considered and therefore are not subject to the gain. All right. So, but my conclusion. Now we said what's the machlekes over here? What's the machlekes in the comment of Yehuda? Whether the Batek and Esius in Yerushalayim have two mats negaim. Whether well, you can sell them, whether well, it has two negaim. Sorry, the machlokes says, Tanakama, sovel, The Tanakama holds Shvatim. Yerushalayim was not divided among the Shvatim. Nobody owns Yerushalayim. Not Yehuda, not Binyamin. Yehuda says no, and it's Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim was divided among the Shvatim. It was divided among Yehuda and Binyamin. The Gemara brings that this Mechleik is the Tanakh of Yehuda, is the Mechleik of the name elsewhere. The Zionist says in the Raysa, Ma'ayi B'chalkus HaYehuda? What was, which part of Yushalayim was in the chalak of Yehuda? Now the Raysa begins from the Harabayis, from the eastern side, going towards the west. The Kodesh Kedashim was all the way in the west. So beginning from the east. So what was in the chalak of Yehuda? So he began with Harabayas, The easternmost part was called Harabayis. Then the different Lishchachis around the Esau Sinashim, those different rooms, chambers where they did things. And then the, azars, the Nashim. And then going closer towards the Mizbeach, the first 11 Amos in the Azara was called the Ezra's Yisrael. The second 11 Amos in the Azara was called Ezra's Kohanim. Now the Gemara here, the Brisa here, leaves out the next 32 Amos, which was the Mizbeach. And then the 22 Amos after that, between the Mizbeach and the Ulam, that's unaccounted for. But then it picks up with the Ulam. The Ulam was the beginning of the uh, the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kodashim. The Ulam Sorry, and <speaking in Hebrew> What was in the Chelek of Binyamin? The ulam was in the Chelek of Binyamin. The heichal was in the Chelek of Binyamin. and the Kodesh Kodashim was in the Chelek of Binyamin. Now, watch what's with the mizbeach? Or There was a little strip of land that went out from the Chelek of Yehuda. To the the of Benyamin, and it entered into the Chelek of Binyamin. Uban on top of that, the mizbeach was built. Rashi and Tzitzis actually explain based on the Gemara in that it wasn't. The entire mizbeach. Actually, most of the mizbeach was built, or maybe even all of the mizbeach was built in the chalak of Benjamin. But the the left side, the south side, there would have been a, there would have been yisod there. The yisod with the foundation of the mizbeach. That part would have been in the chalak of Yehuda. That was where there was a strip of Yehuda, maybe even only surrounding the mizbeach, not actually under the mizbeach. But that part made it that the mizbeach wasn't completely built in, within the chilek of And because of that, b'nyameh netzarek, mitzarek, was pained greatly, deeply, every day to swallow it up. He wanted to swallow the mizbeach. He wanted the mizbeach to be completely surrounded by his chilek. Like it says, <speaking in Hebrew> he was scratching himself, he was itching himself, he was he was beside himself with grief that the mizbeach wasn't completely surrounded by his chilek. And because of that, Sarah that Binyamin had, he was a he should host the Shkina, that the Shkina should actually rest there in his Chalak. The Aaron was in the Chalak of Binyamin in the Kodesh HaKadashah. And the Gemara, of course, is a little bit difficult to understand because it sounds like Binyamin knew that the Aaron was going to be in his Chalak and everything else, just the Mizbeach, was not going to be in his Chalak and he was with Sarah about that. So. The groan and there's yo He says that the Gemara refers here not to the Aaron itself, like Rashi. He says it means all the places where the shkinah ever rested were in the chelik of Binyamin. Shiloh and Noven and Givon, where the Mishkan was, that was in the chelik of Binyamin. Now this time obviously holds that Yerushalayim was divided between Yehudah and Binyamin. the following time holds that Yerushalayim was never divided around the The time says Ein Maskeir and Batei that the residents, the owners of the homes in Yerushalayim, didn't rent out their homes to the Oliragalim in Yerushalayim. Because the homes weren't theirs, they didn't belong to them. He says Afalamitus, they didn't even rent out the beds because they weren't sitting on their own property. They were sitting on public land. Yerushalayim wasn't owned by anybody. Since the the owners weren't allowed to charge rent to the Oliragalim. The halacha was that the that the skins, the hides of the khajim of the carbon toda and the carbon shlamim of the guests value and so that the hosts could take them forcefully. And the Ritva explains in, in Yuma that because they weren't paying any rent, so as rent the the, the hosts were entitled to take the skins um from the guests. Umravaya says, Shramamina, you learn from here that Arichar the so as if the would be metaking, that the uh, that the hosts could take the uh, the hides and, the, and for for shahar, apparently that's the the normal thing to do. In other words, they were attacking it because that's the normal thing, that's the ritual explains because that's the derech Kerts to leave behind without your host, metachen, and they you the were the 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 metaking that in this case they could actually take it. Shwamina, from here you learn that the Derek Heritz is. That a person should leave behind the, the barrel of his wine. If he finishes a bottle of wine and he leaves behind, and he, he's left with the barrel, he should leave behind the barrel as a token of appreciation for the host. And if he shacks an animal, he should leave behind the hide, the skin of the animal, as an appreciation for the host.